Last episode, we gave out gifts, so you need to go back and listen to that. You missed it. It's not this episode. Today, we're going to talk about something else that maybe might not be as popular, but we think it's equally as important. Welcome back to Kingdom Speak with Pastor Daniel McKillop. Raise your hand if you got a gift. Last episode, got a gift. Oh, yeah. That's right. Look at the hands. They're everywhere. Um, before we even start... You know what we have to do. No. Oh. You need to go listen to the previous episode before you listen to this one if you want the full picture. Is that fair to, to say? Yes. So just yes. turn it off. We'll be here when you get back. We'll stop talking so you don't have it's to okay. cut us up. Just go ahead. Just see you out the door. There you go. Now, for those of you who were listening last episode, welcome back. You know what we're going to talk about. Your, our listeners get it, right? They get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Now, Mr. Producer, a five-star Apple review from US Podcast says this. Refreshing. Morning coffee with grits and eggs. And the sound of Kingdom Speak in the background. Mm. Love the podcast and always looking forward to the next one. Keep up the great work. That's from Brother Touchstone from Louisiana. See, people are catching on. They're putting their names in the reviews now. Also known as Reverend JW on Apple Podcasts. So we will say amen to Louisiana. We were in a restaurant last March in Pensacola, and the waiter, we ordered breakfast. It was like an old school American diner, but they have the open grill right there. And the waiter- Waffle House? (laughs) No, no, it wasn't. It was some mom and pop joint. And the waiter says, uh, you didn't order grits. And I said, no, I didn't, because I don't like them. And she said, we have the best grits in America. You need to try them. So she brought me a little bowl. How'd it go? They were terrible. Hey, I want to tell you something. We had, <laughs> uh, no, listen. We had, because for our listeners, that grits, that's not, a, that's not a Canada thing. Nope. We had the Buxtons here mm-hmm. a few weekends ago. And my wife made some kind of a grits dish. Okay. Was stuck, but there was like all kinds of glorious goodness in it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. And Sister Buxton, who's a Southern gal, mm-hmm. said it's the best she'd had. Wow. Wow. Now, if she's told other people that that listen to this show, <laughs> she was lying when she was talking to you, and she was... Everywhere she goes. <laughs> Everywhere she goes. This is the best I've ever this had. This is the best this I've ever tremendous. had. Grits. Mm. Grits. Mm. She's saying that when she's in Africa. That's a problem. She has the gift of grits. Yes. That's what you're saying. Yes. Mm-hmm. So last episode, we were just getting into, at the end, we talked a lot about Abraham. And then we were just getting into the good part where you were telling us that gifts are great. You need them. Yes, you do. They're spiritual. We're not anti-gift. But there's something else. Right. Hmm. 
And so Paul had been addressing that. That's right, in his Corinthian letter. In his letter to Corinth. Mm -hmm. And he had started that letter to Corinth with, "Don't I don't want you to be behind in any gift. Yes. So Paul was not being anti-gift. That's right. But he set the whole exchange up with providing structure mm -hmm. and uh, rules to govern the gifts. Mm -hmm. Because, and we had, we, had, we had read a source last week that Corinth was the most gifted, yet they were carnal. Mm -hmm. So the presence of gifts is not proof of spirituality, mm -hmm. which takes us back to Abraham's refusal of the gifts to receive the gifts from the mm -hmm. king of Sodom mm -hmm. because he was going childless. Right? Mm -hmm. Fruit is what makes the gift mm -hmm. sustainable, effective. The presence of a gift, the ability, Abundance of gifts do not make up for the lack of fruit. Yeah, I remember you saying, what good is a gift if you're not fruitful? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So, the gifts, the presence of the abundance of gifts in the church in Corinth had made them divided. Mm -hmm. And Paul is saying, there's a problem. We've got a hand over here that thinks it's better than a foot. We've got an eye that thinks it's better than an ear. We've got a tongue that thinks it's better than on and on and on and so on. And and he's saying there's diversity of gifts. There's diversities of administration. There's all of these diversities, but they're from the same spirit, the same Lord. Mm -hmm. And you are of the same body. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so it is then with the analogy of the body of Christ mm -hmm. that he says in 1 Corinthians, 12 and 27. Now ye are the body of Christ and members yes. in particular. Yes. And God has set some in the church. <clears throat> First, apostles. Secondarily, prophets. Thirdly, teachers. And after that, miracles. Then gifts of healings, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Are all workers of miracles? Have all the gifts of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? And the answer is no. But, no, they don't. Right. But... Okay? And again, he's saying this after having laid out some specifics. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, this is how it's supposed to roll. Right. If, if mm -hmm. there's going to be tongues and interpretation, this is how it goes. If there's going to be the presence of this gift, this is, this is the rails that it runs on. Mm -hmm. Okay? And then he says, now listen, not everybody's an apostle. Not everybody has the gift of healing. Not everybody... But, but covet earnestly the best the gifts. best gifts, and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. Now isn't that interesting? But I've got an an alternative to this. More excellent, a more excellent way. You're coveting the best gifts, mm -hmm. but I have a better way. A better way, a more excellent way. Mm -hmm. Okay? What is that excellent way? Mm -hmm. He goes on to identify that more excellent way as 
what? First Corinthians 13, 1 Corinthians 13.1 Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand so all mysteries. If I have a gift. Mm-hmm. And all knowledge. And all knowledge. And though I have all faith. Yep. So that I could remove mountains. Yep. And have not charity. I am nothing. Yes. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor. Yes. And though I give my body to be burned and have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Right. It profiteth me nothing. What he is emphasizing here mm-hmm. is this. The better way is fruit over gifts. Hmm. Gifts Gifts are what God gives to some. Fruit is what he expects from all. Wow, yes. Everybody can be fruitful. Right. Mm -hmm. What good is talking in tongues if you can't speak in English to each other? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Yeah. What good is prophesying and possessing great revelation and mountain-moving faith if you don't love each other? Mm Mm-hmm. And that revelation just divides you from the rest of the body. Mm-hmm. What good is being generous if, if, if love is not what motivates you? So what we're seeing here is that the fruit is what makes the gift profitable. Mm-hmm. It is the presence of fruit that makes the gift profitable. Mm-hmm. The presence of fruit keeps prophecy from being tinkly. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay? Makes sense. We have an apostolic culture, and we tapped this a bit last week, but let's let's talk a bit more about it. We have an apostolic culture that the gifted are sought after. Okay? Remember us talking yep. about where the gift is in relation yep. to you? Yep. It says everything about you. The gift follows them that believe. Mm-hmm. A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh a gift. The gifted are sought after in our culture. Oh, man. They are sought after. And we allow the presence of a gift to make up for the lack of fruit. Boom. Mm -hmm. And we allow gifted people in our pulpit that don't treat their spouses right. Wow. They don't treat... Their church is right. But they're wow. gifted. Wow. They're gifted. Hmm. But they don't produce fruit. Jesus addressed this when he was walking towards, you know, you, you got you to get this. He's walking towards this tree, and he sees leaves, and he, and he goes, and he's hungry because Jesus doesn't get hungry for gifts. He gets hungry for fruit. Okay? And so he comes looking for fruit. Mm-hmm. And there's no fruit. And he curses the tree. Sure does. Now, we can just look at this as a precursory surface, superficial, from a superficial standpoint. Or we can go, no, there's more here. He didn't curse every tree that wasn't bearing fruit. And how do we know, although we're making the argument on the silence of Scripture, how do we know that there wasn't other fruitless trees around? Mm -hmm. I believe the greater context of what he's communicating is this. 
There never is supposed to be a season in a spirit-filled believer's life when they are not producing fruit. Hmm. They are to always be fruitful. Mm-hmm. Okay? Um, a few weeks ago at General Conference, Pastor Joel Urshan preached an amazing message on the fruitful vine. Mm-hmm. Okay? And he made the statement that that producing fruit is not what you do. Mm-hmm. It's who you are. Yeah, that's good. We think we think that if you go back to what Paul said, we think that being fruitful is giving everything to the poor. In action. That's, that's right. That's generosity. Yeah. But if there's not charity tied mm-hmm. with it, it's nothing. It's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, mm-hmm. It doesn't even count. Mm-hmm. So what the action is not what is fruit. It's the fruit is why you do the action. So mm-hmm. the fruit is who you are, not what you do. And you see this being, uh, so I, I would add this to it. It's not what I accomplish. Fruit is not what I accomplish. It's who I am in essence. Mm-hmm. And I want you to read uh, Matthew 7 and 15. Mm-hmm. Beware of false prophets, which come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. You shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes or thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth good, bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. Yes. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth forth not good fruit is hewn down and cast into the fire. Wherefore, by their fruits... There it is. Ye shall know them. There it is. Wherefore, by their fruits, ye shall know them. We have got to get back to identifying people by the fruit they produce, mm-hmm. not the gifts they exercise in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want that guy to come preach for me because he operates in the gift of. That's not what is supposed to identify you. Wow. You're supposed to be identified by fruit. Mm-hmm. By their fruit, ye shall know them. Again, we talked about this last week, but people who are anointed or gifted are not necessarily spiritual. Mm-hmm. They're just gifted. And God can give a gift to whoever he wants to give a gift to. But those who produce the fruit of the Spirit, those people, mm-hmm. those people, are that the fruit they produce is proof positive that they're full of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Selah. So Paul, excuse me, Paul, with his uncanny ability to pen apostolic revelation and truth, compares and contrasts the works of the flesh Mm -hmm. with the fruit of the Spirit when he is writing to the church in Galatia. Mm -hmm. And he says, you've been called into liberty, just don't use it for an occasion to the flesh. That's right. But by love, serve one another. by fruit. Serve one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. But by love, serve one another. Go don't, ahead. Don't go around giving people your gifts. Yes. <laughs> 
for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. Oh, wow. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Yes. But if ye bite and devour one another, take heed that ye be not consumed one of another. Yeah. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Right. For the lust, for the flesh lusteth against the spirit, right. and the spirit against the flesh. Right. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would, but if ye be led of the spirit, ye are not under the law. Hmm. So we have works of the flesh, sexual immorality, impurity, depravity, idolatry, sorcery, witchcraft, hostilities, enmity, hatred, contention, mm -hmm. jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish rivalries, dissensions, factions, envying murder, drunkenness, carousing, and the such like. Mm -hmm. You know, he just, he just kind of throws that in on the end. Anything else that kind of smells like that, that's what it is. <clears throat> there is an interesting translation that I do not often, I do not often use, mm -hmm. but I must here today, and that is the message version. <laughs> do not go here for your doctrine. Let's go. <laughs> but go here for your entertainment. But read how he describes, mm -hmm. okay, mm -hmm. what the works and lusts of the flesh consist of: sexual immorality, impurity. Depravity, idolatry, sorcery, yes. hostilities, strife, jealousy, okay. bursts of anger. Go, go to the actual translation um, on your next page. It is obvious. Gotcha. What kind, kind of, of life develops out of trying <laughs> to get your own way all the time? Well, <clears throat> well... <clears throat> Everybody sit up. Pay attention. <coughs> Cut the mics. <coughs> Repetitive. It's obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. Yikes. That okay. says it all right that there, is, doesn't that it? That is. Ooh. Yes. He keeps going. Repetitive, okay. loveless, cheap sex. A stinking <laughs> accumulation of mental and emotional garbage. <laughs> Frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness. Trinket gods. Is that a way to say idolatry? Yes. Trinket gods. Magic show religion. Whoa. What about what about the stage presence that's taking over Pentecost now? Oh boy. She's not a show, boys. Paranoid loneliness. Paranoid loneliness. Cutthroat competition. All-consuming yet never satisfied wants. A brutal temper. An impotence to love or be loved. Divided homes and divided lives. Small-minded and lopsided pursuits. Mm. The vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone into a rival. That right there deserves an episode all of its own. The vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone into a rival. Into a rival. If, Abra if Abraham would have done that to Lot, he'd have never went and rescued him. Mm -hmm. Wow. You're not my rival. You're my brother. Yeah, we can both succeed together, can't we? Yes. Yeah, I think so. Uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions. <clears throat> Ugly parodies of community. I could go on. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? I love it. That's love awesome. it. That's awesome. I love that translation of, Very candid. of that passage. Very candid. Mm hmm. 
He contrasts all of that that we just said. Mm-hmm. And he says, but the fruit of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. Is love, joy, peace, patience, patience. kindness, goodness, yes. faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Now, did you get that? Against such things there is no law. This is being written by the same man that said gifts need laws. That's right. He balances it by saying fruit does not need a law. It is impossible Mm -hmm. to OD on the fruit of the Spirit. Yeah. You cannot love too much. You're just too faithful. Yeah. You cannot be too gentle. Oh my. Wow. You cannot be too long suffering. You cannot be too patient. Mm-hmm. You cannot be mm-hmm. too you cannot have too much self-control. Have you ever noticed that the only control that's listed in the fruit of the spirit self <laughs> is self-control. Control. You cannot get enough Holy Ghost that he'll allow you to control somebody else. Mm-hmm. It's self-control. DIY. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. I uh, I can recall having a discussion with a preacher who who sadly ended up compromising, and and the discussion was that he failed to understand. He'd been to a, de- a denominational uh, convention, mm-hmm. and he failed to understand how men that he was around at that convention who were Christians. Mm-hmm. Patient people, kind people, gentle people. Mm-hmm. How could you say they're not full of the Spirit? And he was doing this in, in contrast and objection to the apostolic tenets of the new birth method message, which mm-hmm. is the infilling of the Holy Ghost shall be evidenced by mm-hmm. speaking in other tongues. Many in the denominal world are going to say, I repented of my sin. I made a public confession of faith. I'm full of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And he was saying, how can you deny that? Because said person is patient. Said person is gentle. Said person is faithful. So that should be proof. So that should be proof. You can't they have lay the claim that that person does not possess the Spirit. Right. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Of Christ. Because mm-hmm. we understand that the presence of the Holy Ghost in a life is the Spirit of Christ. Okay? To which my pushback to that was this. What about the Jews that are patient? Yeah, sure. What about the Muslims that are faithful? I mean, if you could be an atheist and love someone. Yes, that is not proof. The presence of one or two mm-hmm. or three mm-hmm. of the fruit of the Spirit in your life, maybe just by reason of your natural bend, is just, you've been around somebody that just naturally, mm-hmm. they're patient. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can talk to kids and explain stuff over and over and over again. For that person, being patient is not a fruit of the Spirit. Being patient is part of their makeup. Mm-hmm. What you cannot have is you cannot exhibit all of those without being full of the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. 
I may naturally be someone that's a bit more bubbly than somebody else. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control without staying full of the Holy Ghost. Mm. It requires me being full at all times of the Spirit of God to produce all nine of the fruit of the Spirit. Wow. And self-control, I mean, we could talk about each of these, but let, let me just throw this out for your consideration. Let's just talk about self-control. I think, I think that's one of the largest plagues that is uh, dogging our generation, and that is the Dr. Spock theory of child-rearing. He sowed that to the wind, and, and, and we're reaping the whirlwind. whirlwind. And, and, and we have got a generation that doesn't know how to say no to themselves. They have no disciplines. So they come to church. They get the Holy Ghost. They get a gift. But if they soon do not learn how to produce the fruit of the Spirit, they will squander the gift. Very interesting. It takes fruit to manage the gift. Mm-hmm. It's like giving a, a poor steward could win the lottery. Proof that they're a poor steward is that they're playing the lottery anyway. Mm-hmm. But you can take someone who randomly on the outside chance wins the house, gets the million dollars, and all you have now, now is a poor wealthy person. They still think like a poor person. They still handle finances like a poor person. They got a gift. They have no discipline. And that's why, just hang on long enough, and they will once again be a broke poor person Mm -hmm. because they do not have the disciplines to handle the gift. You can gift somebody something that is beyond their ability to control it. Mm, Absolutely right. The fact that you got the Holy Ghost is awesome. But it's for more than just talking in tongues. It is to create that discipline, structure, and product productivity in your life mm-hmm. so that you know how to handle the gift. Mm-hmm. It's the fruit that makes the gift worthwhile. Basically, when someone comes to God, is filled with the Holy Ghost, that's just the beginning. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Now you will spend a lifetime bearing fruit of, right. of that gift. Right. Mm. Fruitful people will never be lost, but there will be people that will be lost that had received the gift. Hmm. But they lost it. They did not have the fruit necessary. Hmm. Wow. So when Jesus says, I am the true vine, mm-hmm. you're the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. Mm-hmm. Apart from me, you can't do anything. Hmm. Nothing. He wants us to be fruitful. Again, this comes back to our text from last week. Abraham refusing to accept the gift mm. from the king of Sodom. Because there's that gnawing absence. He would not receive a gift from man 
and he didn't even want to receive a gift from God until he got the fruitful problem fixed. He, he was more concerned with the lack of fruitfulness than he was the lack of the presence of gifts. Wow, that's very well said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would happen if, if all of our churches became as equally intoxicated with their pursuit mm-hmm. of fruit mm-hmm. as they did the pursuit of gifts? Mm-hmm. I want to. I want to bring. Um, I want to bring something out here as we are, are trying to stitch this all up. Abraham's response to God, when God said, "Fear not, I will be thy shield; mm-hmm. I will be thy exceeding great reward." He didn't mm-hmm. say thank you. Didn't, none of that. Just said, I'm, I'm, I'm fruitless, and that's a problem, right? right. and I need that fixed. Mm-hmm. It is then, it is then that he says, what wilt thou give me mm-hmm. seeing I go childless? Do you notice the ownership here? Yeah, no, no blame. No blame. Mm-hmm. He didn't say... And something's wrong with Sarah. She's broke too. <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Today we would have a good story justifying why we don't have any fruit. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the biblical narrative does prove out that Sarah was the problem. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right? Mm-hmm. Because he produced a child with Hagar. Mm-hmm. So Sarah was the problem. But do you notice that he does not say Sarah's the problem? No. The first solution to producing fruit is to accept your role in the process Mm -hmm. and not fall prey to the blame game. Your problem is not someone else's lack. Your problem is your lack. I go childless. I have faith, but I'm childless. I have wealth, Mm -hmm. but I'm childless. I am obedient now, but I'm still childless. I want this Fruitful problem fixed. And we've got to be so cautious that we're in when we're in that moment that we don't go and join ourselves to the wrong thing and mm-hmm. become intimate with the wrong thing. To try to become fruitful. To try to become fruitful. Mm-hmm. Hagar will never produce an Isaac. Mm-hmm. Being intimate with Hagar will never produce a promise. Mm. You've got to be intimate with Jesus Christ. He is the vine. We are the branches. And if we're going to be fruitful, we have got to be intimate with Jesus Christ. So you're saying we should really look at ourselves and not look for the presence of gifts. Right. To really define our success. Right. But we need to look at ourselves and say, hey, am I fruitful? You know, is my life bearing out fruit? Is there evidence of that I'm doing the right thing? Right. And am I doing the right thing? Because I'm a good person, just for that reason. Right. And break and break the giftedness down even farther than just spiritual gifts. Let's let's break it down mm. to you're playing music, mm. you're singing in the choir, mm-hmm. you 
better never adopt the concept that your gift will make up for the lack of fruit. Right, right. Yeah. Address the lack of fruit. You're not a good person because you sing in the choir. Right, right. Yeah. Don't don't try to ride all the way to glory on that gift. No. And you can fool people with a gift Mm -hmm. for a while, but it's ultimately going to be fruit. Fruit is going to be. Listen, you go back to the life of Joseph, and that's what you see. His gift gave him access to position in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. His fruit kept him more loyal to his character and integrity than to his position. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So I would rather be... I would rather be in prison with my integrity than in a palace without it. Mm-hmm. I would rather be captive with the fruit of the Spirit than to be at liberty without mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. And I think we all would agree that, that, that the appeal and the sensational is that gifts are more appealing yes. than fruit. Yes, what did you do to deserve that? Mm-hmm. When God heals somebody, what did they do to deserve that? It is impossible to do enough. That's right. We're indebted and we're grateful and we've witnessed it and we want to witness it again. Mm-hmm. But the reality is, is that when you get talking about fruit, it puts us all on the same level. Yeah. We all got to dig deep. We all got to let the roots go down. Mm-hmm. We all got to develop that that day-to-day devotion, and we all got to start pulling our fingers in from pointing at everybody else mm-hmm. and go, yikes, it's me. Self-control. <laughs> so much more fun to prophesy. Great episode on that somewhere in our past. Mm-hmm. Control freaks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we would be half as obsessive about controlling ourselves. Oh my. As we are controlling everybody else. Oof. The world would be a better place. Mm-hmm. The church world would be much more <clears throat> harmonious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Counseling may have its place, but don't let it replace the counselor. Don't let it don't let it replace yeah. the attachment of the branch to the vine. We need fruit. We need fruit. Um, Matthew records a very, very fascinating truth. Matthew 21 Mm -hmm. and 42. Jesus is speaking and Matthew records it. ESV version says this. Jesus said to them, Have you never read in the scriptures... The stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone. This was the Lord's doing, and it is marvelous in our eyes. Mm. Therefore, I tell you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people producing its fruits. Oh. Boom. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Think on that. Do you know who gets the kingdom? Not the gifted. (gasps) 
That's why he would look at people like this. He would say, uh, uh, sir, they would come to him and say, well, look, we, we cast out devils in your name. Mm. We done all, man, look at the gifts. And he'd go, get out of here. I don't even know who you are. Mm-hmm. It can, can you like wrap your head around that? Those people performing signs and wonders, those people did not possess the kingdom. If we have ever, you want to talk about something that we're going to need? Trying of the spirits. And this last day, mm-hmm. the Antichrist is going to look like a gift producing factory. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What did the. What did there the are many false Christs among you. What? Did it say the magic show religion? Magic, yes. yes. <laughs> what was that one? Tr- trinkets, too. It said something about... Uh, uh, trinket gods. Trinket gods. Yeah. Right? You know it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If we allow there to be a divorce between fruit of the Spirit and gifts of the Spirit, mm-hmm. we will be swayed by the Antichrist. It is going to be the fruit of the Spirit that validates, vindicates, authenticates the gifts of the Spirit. Those are, those people will get the kingdom. And we'll get the kingdom. Mm-hmm. We'll get the kingdom by just being nice. Yeah. We'll get the kingdom by, like, loving people. Having self-control. Having self-control. <laughs> being gentle. <laughs> being faithful. Yep. Yep. An hour early to turn the lights on and... Mm-hmm. Yep. Faithful. Faithful to the job. Faithful to your wife. Mm-hmm. Faithful to God. Just gentleness. You can get a kingdom by being gentle, mm-hmm. kind, patient, temperate, mm. long-suffering. Mm-hmm. If we're fruitful, we're gifted. We got the Holy Ghost. It takes the Holy Ghost to produce fruit. So if you are producing fruit, you are gifted. You may never lay hands on someone and God heal them. And you may never Mm. be used in in the gifts of tongues and interpretation. But you're gifted because you cannot produce fruit without a gift. So true. You have a gift of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. And it takes that to produce fruit. If we are fruitful, we are gifted. And if we are fruitful, we will be gifted. One last scripture, Revelations 22. Mm -hmm. Verse 2 says this. In the midst of the street of it, and on either side of the river, was there the tree of life. Wow. Are we back in the garden again? Full circle. Ah, we're back in we're, paradise. We're in again. Revelation. Yep. <laughs> yes. There's a tree of life again, mm-hmm. which bare twelve manner of fruits, mm. and yielded her fruit every month. There was never a season when she didn't produce different kind of tree. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. And the leaves of the tree were for the healing of the nations. <sighs> Say that again. And the leaves of the tree were of this fruit tree. Yep. 
were for the healing of oh, the Oh, but nations. I thought healing was gift. <laughs> so now we have fruit coming from the gift? Yeah. So is that what I'm seeing? You have gift, fruit that becomes gift, mm-hmm. fruit that becomes, you see a cycle here? Mm-hmm. The fruit tree in paradise, mm-hmm. a tree of life, is one that produces fruit. Mm-hmm. And it and its leaves are used for the healing mm-hmm. of the nations. Mm-hmm. When we get back to paradise, it's still going to be fruit-centered. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's still going to be fruit-centered. If you were to ask me, and boy, this could be this could be taken out of context, but if you were to ask me, do you want a gifted church or do you want a fruitful church? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, I want a fruitful church. And thankfully, we don't have to have either or. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. It should have both. But a fruitful church. If I could get everybody in our church producing fruit, the gifts will take care of themselves. It's a more excellent way. Paul said, I just listed all of the gifts for you, Corinth. But a more excellent way is that you love each other. Mm -hmm. So literally what he is saying is that the preferred method is fruit over gift. Fruit over gift. So, yeah, if I'm sick, I want a gift of healing. Yeah, if I'm discouraged, word of faith. Yeah, if I'm confused and need direction, Mm -hmm. a word of wisdom. Mm -hmm. Thank God for it. Thank God for the gift. But I, like Abraham, am not willing to just stand with my hands out saying, so give me gifts, give me gifts, give me gifts, give me gifts, with that gnawing thing on the inside of me going, I'm still not productive. Mm-hmm. I do not want to go from here to glory childless. I don't want to go on my journey of faith, following the purpose of God, mm-hmm. without having some fruit to go along with. So why don't we pick the more excellent way today?